Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in New Vienna, Iowa. That means it's time for another live stream and happy Friday to you all. Today is Friday, November 20th, 2020. So it's 2020, 20, 20, 20, 2020. I, not, I had an extra, I need a more, one more 20 in there. Uh, yeah, I, I get caught up when numbers repeat like that or, or in sequence for some reason, but uh, got it figured out that's what today is and uh i'm i'm really glad to be at the end of the week uh it just seems like it's been a long one for some reason i think that uh that day of uh student teacher conferences in the middle kind of just threw a wrench in everything but uh we're here and it is a beautiful day here in iowa two beautiful days in a row um a little bit windy on each of the days but still just some really nice weather and the kind of weather that you cannot be angry about in november uh in this part of the country so really nice first i want to say thank you to everyone listening on the podcast version hopefully you guys are going to have a good run today and for anyone on youtube watching after the fact that's awesome uh feel free to leave comments down below as well i'm checking on that as well so you can still feel like you can interact uh with us there but now let's say hi to everyone that's here uh live and it looks like frank's here and says cowbells today for martha who had a half marathon pr that's amazing great work martha so happy to see that jc says ding 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 chris yao also get in on the cowbell same as Innes. awesome and it says hi kofuzi and everyone i love the t-shirt mike a very windy six smiles with pip after work today happy friday everyone I, I feel like pip's been getting a lot i mean does pip always run this much he must always run this much but it feels like pip's been getting a lot of mileage in so i don't know if he's is he getting ready for a race or uh just having some fun out there but yeah about the t-shirt I got uh, this. This is one of the shirts that came in the other day that I was telling you guys about yesterday. And uh, let me move this microphone. I can move this microphone a little bit, uh, so you guys get a better look at it. So it's from Emily's web's uh, YouTube channel, Run Like Heller. So yeah, so I, re I really like this one. Uh, and I was very happy to see it come in. And then someone was telling me the other day that Edbud has merch now too, which I was unaware of. So uh, I, de I definitely rectified that situation of me not having any Edbud merch. But that's going to be coming later. That's not amongst the new uh, purchases that I have. I still have a couple other shirts that I'll be showing off over the course of the next couple of days um, that I'm pretty excited about. So, yeah, always happy to um, support other creators out there, other running YouTubers, and it's just fun, you know, because then it's more of like uh, not an inside joke, but more of like, you know, the people that are into this like running community slash YouTube running community, um, you know, know what this is. Everyone else is kind of just like, oh, it's a shirt with a shoe on it awesome you know but and i'm fine with that it's the kind of thing that i kind of enjoy all right albert lung is here as well giving his congrats to martha Louis becerra as well cool martha says thanks actually i think my pr was in california may of last year 159 something but uh today my running time was 158 for what turned out to be 13.21 but with pauses to drink any gels 204 now oh okay nice work though nice work though don't need to put any asterisks on it it was a good performance today and congratulations awesome all right uh albert long is going to head out with his for his run with the reebok float right forever energy 2 before the rain hits happy friday everyone very cool very cool i've been running a lot in the reebok float ride grow uh, which i believe is the same shoe is it the same shoe there's another shoe that sounds similar to it that's not the same shoe but i think i have this i think we're talking about the same shoe um, and I've been really enjoying mine, if we're talking about the same thing. It's been really good to me. I have been really, uh, liking it way much more than I originally thought. And when I think about, like, what the price is on the shoe, um, it's a really good, a really good value. 
Kevin Bickerton is here. He says hello. What's going on? We got uh, Roadrunner Reviews and uh, Scotty B. Awesome. All right. Uh, Scott says, my Kofuzi path arrives on Monday. Oh, I'm so excited for people to um, to uh, to get it. And I hope you guys all love the shirt. Very cool. You'll have to sh you know take some pictures and uh, share them out uh, with everyone so that we can see it. Very cool. Um, yeah, Danny J says, it makes it feel like a real community when you guys wear each other's gear and hang out in each other's live streams. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's fun. I mean, that's how we all got here, right? We all, like, like this stuff, and we like talking about this stuff, and so um, it, it makes sense to me. It always kind of, um, I, I enjoy it when I see it in other kind of, like, anal like parallel communities, um, and then I'm also at the same time annoyed that there isn't more of it in some of the other bigger communities as well. So um, I hope it's a thing that as it grows, um, that it continues to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, let's see. Leona Wong says, speaking of Adidas, my friend pointed out that the outside of the heel is slightly slanted. I confirmed it was true by looking at mine. Anyone notice that or know why? Yeah, it's been like that for a couple of years now. I think they've been doing that where um, it kind of looks like it's like like a, almost like a flat tire on the outside. But I think part of that is so that way it, it like kind of like shapes it so it's a little bit smoother on the foot strike. Kind of like how they sculpt the back of a heel or like, like the opposite of like a meta rocker. But you have it on the back heel. I think they're doing that on the outer side because I think it because I think a lot of people don't always hit like directly straight on. Like my foot strike is a little bit on the, you know, to the outside of each foot. And so that, to have that curve that way makes it make a little bit more sense. I think that's why they do it. I could be wrong on that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Goku Runner says, what's up, Co? You're going to get those new cozy Decker slides. Uh, I haven't seen them yet, but like um, the Decker's Lab stuff is like way out there me all the time i've been wearing the um their ugg boot ones i have those i brought those with me from chicago uh and i've been wearing them like lately when it's been chilly out you know like playing with the dogs outside and stuff but like um i think that if i were to wear like some of their like sneaker options like around here i mean that that might be that might be a little bit too weird for this neighborhood <laughs> we'll we'll see though we'll see all right um Oh, Chris Yao says his Kofuzi Pass shirt is scheduled for arrival on Monday the 23rd. All right, another Monday arrival. I think that's, that must be when they first come out. Hopefully, maybe you guys get them on Saturday. You know, we'll see. All right. Um, Chrissy T says, how close to the full review have you got the Reebok so far? I, I uh, With today's run, I did another five. I've been doing shorter runs in them. So, like, uh, I need to get some longer runs in them. But I'm only at 50 miles so far. So there's still quite a bit to go. I feel, but the thing is, like, I've run in them as many times as most shoes I need to to, like, you know, do the full review. So, like, I've, I mean, I could do the full review on them now. Um, but I do – I would like to get, like, a half marathon distance in them just to see what that's like as well. By the way, today, guys, I'm just drinking water out of my coffee mug. I don't know why I need to specify that, but just so you guys know. Um, all right, Remy says, what's going on, Remy? says, anyone join the Zoom meetings or in case the live stream from the shower? Can't me, just me. Um, I mean, I, clearly I'm not in the shower, but um, I've been, I wouldn't say I've been watching a lot of YouTube, but I've been bringing my phone in the shower with me when I take my shower after my run. 
and so it's kind of just been on and so I don't so as to not um, disturb others in the household uh, instead of uh, normally like at home I would just leave it like on like the counter and then just crank it all the way up so I could hear it from inside the shower but lately I've just been bringing it in the shower since it's waterproof and just turning it up a little less loud and then I'd be watching it from the shower but then it, it tends to make me take some extra long showers which is you know a nice luxury but I also feel like you know there's a lot of people in the house maybe I shouldn't spend so much time in the shower and like locking up the bathroom but it is nice so I've been I know where you're going with that Remy I, I, I'm, I've been doing the same thing <laughs> Uh, all right, Ennis telling me about the dog. Pip said, Pip's like says like Forrest Gump. I just felt like running. No races for her, but we have been enjoying getting back to some more mileage. That's 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 really awesome. I have been thinking about my mother-in-law's dog, which remember I was telling you guys that I was going to try to teach her to be a running dog, and I'm just too nervous that um, I don't want to run with her on a leash, and I can't. I don't think I can run with her off a leash. And um, so lately, my new goal has been to try to teach her to catch a frisbee. So we've been, we've been working on that. Um, so we've been working on some other things. We've been playing, like every day the girls like to go outside at recess, like lunchtime, and like play fetch with the dogs. Um, my dog is older, so he kind of like trots after things every once in a while. Um, but he doesn't ever like pick it up. He's n never the first one there. I mean, there's two dogs. He's never the first one there, but um, sometimes he'll kind of like pretend he's going to go after it. So he has fun. But I've been working on having the dog catch a frisbee but she's just not that coordinated it seems or she's just too excited you know she just can't she's too she'd rather like bat it to the ground um than catch it so she doesn't have the, the patience for it so I'm, I'm working on something different all right um let's see um all right Goku Runner says, just recently got Epidemic Sound for music. Much easier than searching for all the music on YouTube Creator Studio. What do you use? I use Epidemic Sound. And it's going to change, not your life, but it's going to make it, things a lot easier. Plus, with like the YouTube Creator Studio, there was some music on there. And I, don't, I haven't looked at it in a couple of years now. But... Um, or maybe like over a year now but i remember there was a point where like i felt like everyone was using the same five songs and that's when i was like well i can't i can't use this i can't have the same thing that everybody has and so that's when i started down the route of trying to find like no copyright music and that was a giant um just like black hole for time it would just take hours every week um and i wouldn't do it every day but like i would you know search for a couple hours at a time and then like what i found was like six months later all those like quote unquote free copyright sounds um type of websites i would get copyright not strikes but saying that like someone else has claimed it and so now all the views are going to them i mean the views count towards your channel but um the revenue if any was going to go to them fortunately those were all videos where i was getting like 100 views so it wasn't a huge deal but it was super annoying and so once that started happening i was like screw this i'm going to do pay for epidemic sounds and i generally find that it's much faster for me to find music generally to kind of like just have i usually have like a little library of stuff that i want to use at some point in the near future and also on a day where i have like a specific sound that i'm looking for it's very easy for me to find it so i'm a big fan and i keep thinking at some point i've been making a video like almost every day i'm going to run out of music but i haven't yet so i'm pretty impressed all right. Um, let's see. 
<laughs> Corey Allen says, we need the Kofuzi Adidas SL20 non-elite to go with the new pass shirt. Shirt is sold out until December 24th, so he has pull. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I can send one to, maybe I can have Greg Itahara from Itahara Custom Designs make me a SL20 non-elite shoe. But, I mean, I think that would be too much non-elite. I don't think you can, I think if to double up on non-elite would seem like a lot. But, um, I mean, maybe I should. He already designed, I saw him design a, um, he made a custom for someone. He's a coach, I think. Um, uh, like a, a, a virtual coach. So, like a, someone that has a coaching business. And he sent Greg the uh, the white, like, summer-ready SL20s, the one that was, like, white on white on white. And uh, he customized that, and it looked really nice. And I was like, oh, someone beat me to it because I was going to have Greg do that for me. But I guess i got to get on that because we're nearing the end of the year. I'm probably running out of SL20, so I'm going to have to get him a pair and see if he has time to make me a custom. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, G Holt 81 says, when you have an injury, at what point do you decide not to train with it and rest and rehabilitate? Um, I'm a, probably a bad person to ask on that because I've been running on a runner's knee injury, which most people would probably have like completely taken time off, and I never did. Um, but I think, um, I mean, it certainly depends on the type of injury. If I felt like I was going to do more damage by continuing to run on it, then I would stop. But I also um, didn't think that, I mean, I didn't have... I don't think that what I had was a stress fracture. I don't think that what I had was something that was like a mechanical failure. And so I don't, I didn't think that the amount of mileage that I was putting on it was doing further damage. Now, maybe I was, I probably was a little bit, I probably overdid it at times, but, um, that's kind of the balance. I want to be able to maintain aerobic fitness. Um, and also I want to just generally kind of like motivate the muscles or the area to, to heal themselves, you know, stimulate them, kind of an active recovery kind of thing. But at the same time, you have to find the balance of like, at what point am I doing more harm than, than helping it? And once you get to that point, then it's time to like, you know, shut it down for a little bit. So yeah, that's kind of how I would look at it. It's easier said than done. And I'm not a great example, but that's kind of the thought process that I would go to. Um, well, Frank says the SL20s are back down to $55 on Amazon. That, that, that is, that is bizarre. Just so crazy. Um, yeah, Martha says someone should design a single shirt that included Kafuzi, Ed Bud, Run Like Heller, and or more, a collab of running YouTubers in one. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. But, um, I got a surprise for you guys. It's not a shirt, but there, there'd be some fun stuff coming up um and and along those lines um which maybe might lead to more stuff so we'll see we'll see but yeah i mean i thought so here's here's an idea that i don't think it'll ever happen so um uh an idea that i really wanted to make at one point last year is um like i was taught i was i think i was messaging jamie at one point it was the end of either last year or the year before that and um i was like we were thinking of like we should do like a year-end kind of video collab video like mega collab kind of like the tech youtubers do right just something really big and um i didn't know how to like pull it off but my idea was to do like a um a draft like the um like on chappelle show do you guys remember the draft that chappelle show did and it was like there was like white people black people and asians and like the asians are like we draft wu-tang clan and then the white people were like we draft tommy hilfiger 
um, and it was I thought it was super funny. Um, but um, I was like, I, we need to do something like that, and like I wanted to have a variety of people, but it required a variety of different types of YouTubers as well. So I was like, we need like some like a casual shoot, like a hype shoe shoe tuber, and like a running YouTuber and something like that. Because I wanted to be like, we're gonna, um, I wanted to have someone try to draft back the Vapor Max from from like uh, from the hype shoe category or the casual shoe category, you know, things like that. So like that's what I wanted to do. I just don't know how to pull that together. So like that's been like the idea that's been in my back pocket for a couple of years, but I would love to be able to do that. Um, Usually, uh, FOD Runner puts together um, <laughs> Daniel Emsis and the white coat delegation selected Colin Powell. <laughs> so funny. Uh, so funny. Um, yeah, Danny J. Yeah, that was hilarious. The black community and the Chinese were fighting over Tiger Woods. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we should redo that now because who gets Kamala Harris, right? I feel like that'd be, that'd be pretty funny. Um, but... Yeah, uh, Mark says, is there going to be a Christmas collab music video with the running YouTubers? Um, Andy usually puts something together, FOD Runner, and um, he does something, I think, for like the new year or something like that. So we've we've done it a couple times. Um, not me and Andy, but like Andy has invited me to be a part of it. So there's there's like stuff that people like to do at the end of the year. I think part of it's because like there aren't shoes coming out. It is end of year, so you get nostalgic and, you know, people aren't running as much. So... You know, that's kind of fun. That's the kind of fun stuff that uh, I don't usually drive on that. Uh, I let other people drive on it. Like Jamie did one, I think it was last year, that I thought was really well received. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's been fun. So there's, I th hopefully there's a lot more fun stuff coming up that we can work on together. But that's a good reminder. we got to get on that because it's already late November. So we got to do it. Uh, yeah, Christian Chubbing says, bring Megan. Yeah, we got to get people in there. Um, yeah, and it says it's good, good to get a few together. It's, yeah, it's fun. I mean, we can't be physically together, but, you know, we could always, like, pass footage back and forth and have someone kind of do, like, what Scotty B saying, like a super collab. Yeah. I mean, because remember, do you guys remember, like, it was last year, the tech YouTubers all did stuff, and they were like, here's my favorite phone, and, like, they did kind of, like, their favorites or something like that. I forget what it was, but it was, like, 11 different people in one video. It was, like, a, a, a super collab, you know? And so that was, that, that was kind of the idea. So hopefully, oh, that reminds me, we'll have to get in touch with Jamie and see if he's up for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Remy says, there might be a lot of folks that go undrafted. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's funny. Mm, all right. Raw Ra RSS says, hey, Kofuzi, how's the knee? I better hope so. What do you think has been the biggest contributing factor? Stretch, strengthening, shoes, technique, glutes, massage gun, or sleep? Thanks. Hmm. It's getting much better, but like I feel like not plateaued, but like I felt like it was like eh, middling and I was like really frustrated for a long time. Then it got a lot better, and now I'm at this top part where it's like I'm getting slowly, slowly, slowly better. Like getting that last like 5% from 95 to 100% has been kind of like uh, difficult. Uh, not difficult, just taking a lot longer than like from 50% to 95%. But I think the biggest thing has been um, the strengthening that I've been doing. It took a couple of weeks to do it, but I just did it every day. And also moving it to like as my warm-up, I think helps. And I think that's part of like um, both stretch and, and technique too, because some of it is uh, affecting my glutes and kind of making sure that they're nice and like limber before I get going. Uh, glute activation, as Danny's saying. Um, but yeah, so um, I think that's kind of been the main thing. 
the massage gun is good, but the massage gun hasn't been like my favorite um, one, you know? And so like, uh, it helps, but like sometimes I feel like it's, st I still feel like it's too aggressive sometimes, even for the last review that I did for the Tautronics one, which was, it just goes really soft. It's like the tapping kind of, um, cause it has like 20 levels of, um, intensity the lowest one is just kind of like tap 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 but even that one i just didn't like it as much as like me like getting in there near the tendon and just like pressing in it really hard you know so it was like a just a it was a different kind of massage that didn't seem to i mean maybe it would help for a different type of injury but for me it was like it was okay it was it was all right but i'd still do it just to kind of like you know attack it from multiple sides but i think certainly like the strengthening is what helped and um kind of figuring out glutes a little bit helps a lot too for me that was a really long answer hopefully there was some clarity in there i don't know uh, <coughs> excuse me uh stevie 76 says i will claim scopuzzi <laughs> that's funny uh awesome um yeah <laughs> um yeah martha says all the guys have the huts for megan aka swaggy waggy um, I mean, I mean, that's, I, th I think part of it, she's certainly like an attractive person, but she's also like super nice. I mean, having met her in real person, like she's just a really amazing, nice person. Um, so it's like someone that's easy to root for, you know, kind of thing. So I don't know that it's necessarily like, you know, there's an attractive person on Instagram or on YouTube. Um, I just think that she's very easy to root for because she's just, um, genuine, like all straight all the way through, you know, so really really nice person all right um uh, let's see jeff Elliott says i think fod just had an instagram posting two runs of two miles at the same pace with pretty big difference in heart rate how much day-to-day -day variation do you see in heart rate between similar runs um i will say i can see anywhere between um like on the same i do the same loop like mo like when i've been doing this lower mileage i've been doing the same like new vienna loop i call it like a five 0.35 mile loop it's to the point where like um i actually remember the kilometer conversion just because i've written it down so many times but it's 5.35 miles and 8.60 8.6099 kilometers and um that i can come in anywhere between like 914 and today's was like 844 so like 30 seconds per mile um can it could be different depending on the day and a lot of that's not just because like um, you know, I'm feeling different on the day. Like today was in the mid forties. I had a tailwind for a lot of it. Um, and it was beautiful out. So like, I was just felt like really in tune with everything outside. So there's just lots of different factors that can go into it. Um, but also, you know, it could come, it comes down to like the amount of recovery that you're feeling, you know, those kinds of things also can definitely play a part. Um, but yeah, the same run doesn't always necessarily have like the same, heart rate and pace every single time um, or even at the same pace might not have the same heart rate so yeah that's not too surprising for me but if it's a big difference like a really really big difference then that would be a little bit of a surprise all right um <laughs> Danny J says your wife is going to think you talked about Megan for way too long <laughs> that's funny uh, Mark Chancoco says she's Canadian. She just earned 20 bonus points. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to say, like, when I was saying that Megan is a really nice person, um, I was going to say, like, she's very, she seems very Canadian to me. But, I, you know, I don't, I don't know how, like, the Canadians feel about that. Because um, it, it could seem like a backhanded compliment, kind of, or weird. 
you know. So, um, but yeah, it's it, it's uh, she she is from Canada. I mean, she's trying to comp- she's trying to get on Team Canada for her. I think eight hundred is her event. All right. Um, all right, Carlos Sejas coming in with a solid workout today. Slower two-mile run with 8 by 400 meter repetitions at around mile pace. Ooh, that sounds nice and lively. Nice nice job, Carlos. Um, all right. <laughs> Dan M says, Kofuzi's out here giving us slow-mo footage of him massaging, massage gunning his thighs and all talking about these other women, SMH. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I here's the thing that's a hard to to do about um, shooting the massage guns, is that because the vibration frequency is so high, it's um, like I've tried shooting it at 120 frames per second and tried shooting it at 240 frames per second and and just like messing around with the replay rate to try and figure out what's the way that like most like I just want to get as much of like a jello jiggle on the massage gun video as I can possibly get. And it never seems to work because it always just seems to like there's like a weird resonance that it just no matter what it's hard for me unless I'm listening to the audio at the same time I can't tell if I am watching something at full speed half speed or quarter speed or eighth one eighth speed and it's just weird it's kind of like that effect when you look look at a car and their tires when you're going down the highway and sometimes it looks like it's going really fast and then it almost like slows down to a stop and then it might look like it's spinning backwards a little bit, like that visual effect, like that kind of thing happens with the massage guns too. And uh, it's just a really weird thing to film. And also very awkward, because I have to like point both the thing on my butt and the camera at my butt, and then my wife will come in and she'll be like, what are you doing? And then I have to explain, like, well, I have this massage gun, and, you know, it gets weird. (laughs) It gets really weird. But I have a couple more massage guns that I'm reviewing, and then I'm going to take a break from them for a little while because, like, I don't, I don't think they get. There's not a lot to it um, in terms of like the differences. So, um, at least not that I'm aware of. But I, you know, part of it I think is that I don't really, I'm not an expert in using these. So for me, when I use them, I'm like, yeah, I use them. I rub it all over stuff. It does its percussive thing, and okay. Um, so I'm also trying to make sure that like I'm giving them their due, but. I'm not super excited about the massaging and reviews. Um, all right. Oppo Hase. I think I'm going to call that Oppo Hase. I'm not sure how to say that. O-P-O-J-A-5-E for those listening. Oppo Hase says, there's no Vomero anymore? No, they killed off the Vomero. I think that, like, they... I mean, the Vomero wasn't... It was supposed to be a max cushion shoe, but it, I don't think... At least the Vomero 14 wasn't a max cushion shoe. It was a more cushion shoe, but not a max cushion shoe. And then I think that what they're doing is they're shifting everyone that was like a Vomero fan to the Infinity React Run or Infinity Run React. I don't know how to say that shoe, but they're they're shifting everyone to that shoe. Um, so I mean that's kind of like the option that's left. I don't know. Nike made some weird decisions, like to not have a turbo and to to kill off the Vomero think was weird they did bring back the structure this year i think and so like maybe there'll be a vomero 15 next year who knows um and maybe there'll be a turbo 3 next year i mean i would like to see that but i mean maybe they kept i never had the problem with the um the midsole foam separating like the zoom x would separate from the react foam maybe they were having enough problems with that where they were like we're just not going to deal with it and we're going to cancel the shoe this year so i don't know i don't know all right 
Um, yeah, Carrie Smith says, why did they kill off the um, Peg Turbo? Yeah, I, I think, I don't know if that's why. Because I, I made a video about it once, and then, like, for the next seven months, people sent me photos. Because I invited people to send me photos of it. Um, and then, but I didn't realize that, you know, the video lives on the internet forever. So, like, people kept sending me photos of their turbos with the heel separating, and it was just, it got to be a lot. Um, but, uh, cause like after like the first two weeks, it's like, okay, I've seen kind of all the variants of this. Uh, and after a while it's just like, yeah, that's, I've seen that before, you know, but, um, yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Daniel M says, I weigh 200 pounds and I think the Vomero has a lot of cushion. Yeah. There, I mean, there were certainly fans of the Vomero. I feel like there were some people where the Vomero was their shoe. Um, and I also feel like the structure was the same way too, where the structure was their shoe. I still see a lot of the, um, uh, Bowerman track club athletes that are running in not this year's structure, but last year's structure or the year before that. Cause it was it last year that there wasn't a structure. So I still see older, I think it was the 23 was the last one maybe. So I still see it. So there's people that just still hold on to those shoes cause they like them. But yeah, I can see that, um, there were definitely some people that loved it. I mean, it had a lot of, I mean, it had a lot of promise. It was all react midsole, uh, the last version. Um, the outsole pattern was a little bit weird. And then it's, it felt like it was really low around the ankles. I feel like it didn't come up high enough. I felt like it was really, I keep playing with this piece of plastic. Sorry. Um, but I felt like it kind of like felt like it was cut too low, but I mean, it had a lot. I, I enjoyed running in it, but yeah, I do. I mean, maybe it will come back. Who knows? All right, Shannon says, hi, friends. Took my daughter on an exploratory run, walk, hike today. Put a hand out to help her across a creek, and we both <laughs> fell in. Wouldn't suggest Ultra Boost for hiking. Yeah, I saw I saw the photos of that on Instagram. Um, yeah, you didn't get very far today. But, yeah, I, I don't get very far with my kids either. My kids always are always like, we want to go on your run with you in the morning. We'll ride our bikes, and you can, and you can run. And I've always been like, nope, nope, I know how that's going to go. I know how that's going to go because you're not, you're going to get tired after five minutes and want a break, or you're going to stop and ask me if I brought any snacks, you know, so that's how I feel about it with the kids. I'm like, we'll go sometime other time. You don't have to go like, let me do my morning thing and you guys can do your thing. That's kind of how I, 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 I kind of, until they get a little bit older, I'm still trying to duck having them inter like come into like work at morning workout time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Daniel M said the tread is kind of random on Vomero. Yeah, I don't know why it was so thick. You know, sorry, that's I'm getting a low battery warning on my mouse. Um, yeah, I don't know why the the tread was so thick on the Vomero. It was weird. <laughs> Shannon says, yeah, running with kids. I mean, I think when, when once people can get it and nail it, um, I think it's amazing. There's a couple of moms that I follow on Instagram, and they'll push double strollers, and their kids are just like. They get some snacks in the morning. They get like a, a packet of applesauce and like some cookies or something. And they're good for like an hour long run. And I'm like, oh, I wish my kids enjoyed that. But my, my kids never did. I tried jogging stroller with them. They, they weren't like hugely into it. All right. James Baker says, Mike, what do you wear on your feet when you aren't running? What are your favorite non-running sneakers? Um, I pretty much only have running sneakers. So um, the few that I have that are not running sneakers uh in back in the city i was wearing um some timberland boots not they weren't like the 
typical Timberlands. They were more, a little bit more of a modern take on them, but I really enjoyed those. Those were great for the city, especially once it gets nasty and gross and everything's slushy and it's like every it's all that like black and gray slush. It was really good for that. Um, in the summertime, I'm usually in slides or flip-flops. Um, I like Reef. Uh, I have a pair of Native ones, Native, like the company that makes the kids' shoes. I'm not a huge fan of them. They're okay, but they just don't fit me quite right. And then uh, I was talking about uh, some Decker's Lab, the same company that owns UGG and Hoka. They make a, a like a UGG-style boot, and uh, it's super funky, but it's got a metal rocker in it, and it's very comfortable. It's got weird, like, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's an animal fur, but I think it's a fake faux fur on the inside that's super, super soft. So I've been wearing those around here. So that's kind of what I have right now. But I have not gone heavy in casual shoes this year for whatever reason. Just, I guess, I haven't really needed it because I'm not out of the house very much other than running. Uh, Raw RSS says, we do a shoe of the year sometime in December, perhaps different categories. Thanks for the previous answer. Also focusing on stretch and strengthening. Yeah, yeah, that's coming for sure. So um, I, last year I did a separate shoe of the year video. But I think this year I'll probably just do like um, like a top five. Um, and I don't necessarily do it like the different categories. Um, but maybe maybe it deserves that this year. Because last, time, last year I was just like, here's my five favorites. I don't remember which ones were in there. Um, I think it had a lot of daily trainers in it. So um, I don't know. Maybe I'll make it more of like a by category, make it more like a Oscar awards kind of thing. But um, I like keeping it loose uh, and vague just because then it makes it a little bit, not more controversial, but it's like, you know, you're asking me what's the, people are asking like, what is the best or, or people want to know what I think is the best. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll tell you what I think are the best and I won't tell you what the criteria are. Or I will, but you know, so like, uh, I'm not sure exactly how to do it, but a video like that's coming. It's definitely coming. Um, I'm probably going to do it sooner than later because I feel like this year everyone's going to do theirs really early. Normally, like people have been doing it like middle of December. I have a feeling a lot of those are going to start coming soon. So we'll see. Um, all right. Stevie76 says, I remember um, traveling around Europe in the mid 2000s. Uh, Americans were advised to keep a low profile. Canadians, on the other hand, advertised their flag on their backpacks to show that they weren't Americans. Yeah, uh, have I told you guys this story before? My wife and I went to Paris. This would have been like 2003, 2004. So right around that same time, mid-2000s. And um, whenever we got in a, in a cab, uh, like here was our, our plan was, if anyone asks, we're Canadian. Like just so that way we don't get hassle, hassled by anybody. Um, we didn't really feel like going over to Europe and being like the suggestion box for everyone of being like, let me tell you what's wrong with Americans. Like, I, I know what's wrong with Americans. There's lots of things that are wrong with Americans. I live there. I know them. You know, you, you don't need to tell me. I, I'm good on what's wrong with Americans, right? Um, and we just didn't want to be like, you know, there might be potential resentment towards Americans that was going on at the time. So, like, there was a lot that we were trying to just avoid. And so, like, the first couple times we tried, people were like, we would get in a cab and the cabbie would be like, where are you guys from? And we'd be like, oh, we're from Canada. And um, like the first couple, every single time, not the first couple of times, we only did it like two times. But like instantly people were like, BS. They didn't say that. They said it a different way. 
but they were like, you're not. You guys are Americans. And we're like, fine, we're Americans. It, like, I don't know. It's probably the way we dressed. Um, that made it really obvious. But we tried to do that, but it just didn't work. No one was buying that. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Let's get a couple more. Um, and it says, it's great traveling when you're Scottish. People smile when you answer you're from Scotland. I bet. I bet. It's a, I mean, it's a lovely accent. Um, and so, I, I mean, I certainly enjoy hearing it. And so I think it's... It's really, I bet, I, I can imagine that'd be nice. Um, Sean says, when I'm abroad, I can't hide my Americanness despite my efforts. Yeah, yeah, and I just think that it's easy to spot. I mean, and it, I don't know, maybe there's just like, there's just that many more American tourists abroad than, say, Canadian. I mean, although I think, I feel like the Canadians are really good at traveling. Every time I go somewhere, there's always a lot of Canadians. So, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm sure that there's something about us um, that people can see a mile away. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, Sean says, my Irish friends tell me Americans have a glow of arrogance and opportunity. Even the most humble can't hide. <laughs> That's probably it. That's probably it. Like, I, I would, oh, I used to always be like, um, I remember growing up and hearing these stories of, like, Korean Americans. And they would say, like, you know, it's a difficult time because I feel like, you know, I'm not really, um, they would, be, they would relate their experience saying like, you know, I'm not white, so I don't feel like I'm accepted by as American in America. And because I've lived in America so long, or maybe they were born there. When I go to Korea, I'm not accepted as Korean. And I'm like, how, how is that possible? Isn't it just like camouflage? You get there and you're like, you just look like everybody else. But then the last time that I went there, it's been a long time. I haven't, it's been since I was before I was in like my, my adolescent years. When I got there, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I look different than everybody else here. I can, And it was easy for me to get picked out as, like, you're not from here kind of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know that it was arrogance and opportunity, but it was just definitely, like, I, I didn't look like I was from around there. Martha says, Kofuzi, I did find when touring Europe with our orchestra in the early 2000s that Europeans knew that many and probably most Americans were not represented by the leadership. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Um, but that, that's not the sentiment like that I got, um, in terms of like what we were like cautioned about before we went over there. So maybe that was a little bit of unnecessary, um, like fear, but I mean, this would have been not that far from the time of freedom fries that I'm talking about here. Do you guys remember that? When Americans were like, we're not calling them French fries anymore. We're calling them freedom fries. I mean, do you, you guys remember that? That was a real thing. That was a real thing. <laughs> um, Jody says, the only issue with what, with being Australian traveling in the U.S. is that they love the accent but have no idea what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, I I love the accent, but yeah, I have a hard time sometimes, for sure, for sure. Um, and uh, I, I, like, um, yeah, I, I really want to be able to be like, I, I know these are, I know, I know these are words I, I understand, but like, how do I... I don't, I don't know what people are saying sometimes, but it's also like really like it's baffling and um, just very um, like entertaining at the same time. And it's just mind boggling, you know? So um, I think that all kind of adds to the mystique and to the fun of it, I think. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> Rain Runners is very embarrassing to be American. Kind of always been. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, 
Maybe not always. Well, maybe not in the future. It won't be. But we have a lot of work to do. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Where, where was the one that I wanted to see? Oh, yeah. Not really. Hank Aaron says Korean Canadian American. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be weird. That'd be weird. Sorry. Um, Golshan Paul says, listen, Americans, not everyone hates you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I don't, I don't think that everyone hates us, but I just feel like it's, we're easy to lampoon, I feel like, and we certainly deserve it. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's where a lot of it comes from, you know, but yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Bert says, in Belgium, we used to keep Americans away by not installing elevators in our historic buildings. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, because we, we do have elevators everywhere. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah. Brian Nee says, only around 42% of Americans have a passport. Is that true? Is that right? I know it's a pretty, it's a surprisingly small number, but, hmm. That does seem low. Uh, yeah. Uh, Danny J says, yeah, I tend to get a bit of imposter syndrome when I travel, not because I'm American, but because I'm a people pleaser, which is super American. Can't get away from it. Hmm. All right. And Martha says, of course, I remember Freedom Prize. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was, that was an interesting time. That was a really interesting time. Um, Yeah. Scott says, I say I'm from Brooklyn and nobody bothers me. There you go. Because he, he, he is from Brooklyn. There, yeah. I mean, I feel like people, uh, there's a little bit of a knowledge about that, I think, I guess. Hmm. Oh, here you go. Chris yeah, says, but ironically, I was well received by Panamanians when they learned I was in Operation Just Cause to move Noriega. Oh, all right. Oh, here's the first part of that. Sorry. When I lived in Costa Rica, I got a lot of resentment for U.S. causing the immigration issues from Nicaragua during the Contra War, but then he got well-received by Panamanians. Hmm. Yeah. It's complicated, I guess. All right, Danny J says, When I visited Crete, Greece, I met a couple who are Greek and French. We hung out all day, and they told me I was a pretty cool American. I feel like, you know, when you're hanging out, when you, if you're in Europe and you're meeting other Europeans there, I feel like that's kind of like the best that you're hoping for or like uh i would hope for like hey you're not what i expected you know and i mean because of i think that and i you know someone was mentioning earlier like with what's been going on here last several years it's it's kind of uh exacerbated that and i think that's for sure but hopefully that we we could start changing that once we can start traveling again and going back over there then maybe we can start uh mending those uh or Rectifying things, I guess, is the best way to put it. Uh, yeah. Martha says, I think when Europeans see an American who is a real traveler, who sincerely wants to learn about culture, speaks out the language, etc., you know they're not the stereotype. Yeah, I, th I think so, too. And I think that's also easy to pick out as well. Um, yeah, at least I hope so. I would think that it's pretty easy to pick out. And Renanki says, hello from Greece. Hello, awesome. Good, glad to have you here. Um, Jeff Elliott says, now in terms of uh, running with the kids, says, I've got teenagers, so I can run as long as I'm home before noon. I can still wake them up. <laughs> That's funny. I, I um, like, I, I, 
I don't look forward to that happening with my kids, but I think it'd be really weird if it happens to my kids because both my, uh, the baby sleeps in a little bit longer because she's more like my wife and she always wants to stay up a little bit later. But my daughter right now, like, um, like just intentionally wakes herself up early, um, way before she needs to for school, and she just likes it. And I'm like, where do I, I don't have to wor- wonder where she gets that from. Um, but it'll be like, you know, what's that going to be like when she like doesn't get up till like 11:30? Or noon. That'll be strange. Hmm. Um, Giuseppe Angelucci says, uh, "Do your kids have any interest in running?" They they both kind of do. They they really enjoy running when we're out on the trails. So they really like that. Um, they also like running for play, the way that kids like running, like when we're playing freeze tag, just running around the front yard, running with the dogs in the yard, and playing fetch that kind of thing. But um, my older daughter is very interested in trail running. It seems like once we get out there, she's just like, I'm going to run ahead. I think part of that is she gets a little bit bored cause like we're, you know, the, the, she has to wait for her younger sister to kind of keep up and I'm always like kind of pulling her back. And so her way around that is like, can I just run up ahead a little bit and then I'll run back. And so I let her do that. And so that's kind of been her thing. So that's, that's what she seems to like. Mm, all right. Oh, Matt Legrand says, oh, man, I almost missed a live show. Always good to see you. Go. Good to see you, too, Matt. Thanks for stopping by. Glad you made it. Um, yeah, Ben Y says, I've heard stories of Americans being shocked and rude to restaurant staff because the service culture is different in Europe. I could see that. I could see that if you don't um, know that there's going to be a difference. Like, I remember growing up, like, the flip side of that is, like, I remember growing up and seeing, like, the way that my dad would act to wait staff in like when we were at Korean restaurants, I'll just be like, what are you doing? You know? And, but then you like look around, I'm like, Oh, everybody's doing that. That's how everyone does things in these restaurants. Um, so yeah, there's just a difference for sure. But I wonder like in 2020 where like, it's not like, well, I could have bought the guidebooks and learned a little bit of something before I came over here, but I didn't want to pay the money for the guidebooks or I didn't have time to read it. But now when we have like YouTube videos and there's travel vloggers and there's travel blogs, like is, I wonder if it's still that much of a, like a surprise to people. I bet you it still is to a lot of people, but I wonder if that is, uh, or people like kind of know what the kind of like local customs are a little bit better. I wonder, um, Jeff says, we have a local Korean restaurant, and there's a button for service. If you don't press it, they don't come by. Yeah, I mean, personally, I love that. Um, even though, like, I'm very accustomed. I mean, I've been a server before, and I'm very accustomed to, like, the American way that servers behave. But, like, I definitely um, feel like it makes sense. Because then if I, don't, if I don't need anything, then, like, you know, I don't, like, sometimes, I remember, like, the, the banter sometimes i'm like I don't, I don't need the banter i mean sometimes i like it sometimes i appreciate it um like if i'm at a regular if i'm a regular at a restaurant yeah i appreciate it when i'm at the diner yeah i like it when i'm uh at the the diner that in our neighborhood in chicago that we did dinner at like once a week yeah i appreciate that there because i know everybody there now but um yeah when i'm at like if i'm at like a big family gathering i don't yeah, you know, I think the button makes a lot of sense. Is that re- is that really mean? I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. 
Blaz Grabnar has a question. What do you think would be a great way to make kids love running the same way that chess player got his kid uh, to be world-class chess players? So the kids love it from the start, and they think of it as play. Uh, and Blaz says, not trying to force anything. Well, I think that the way to make running feel like play is to run as play with the kids, you know? And so, like, I think for me, my daughter sees me running. She's seen me do races, and she sees me, like, make the videos, and she's watched a couple of them. Um, and she knows I go out there and I run and I enjoy it. And so, like, I think that's part of it, too. Um, I don't I don't know how, like, the parents are doing it that don't participate in the thing themselves. Um, other than, like, a lot of, like, you know, like, I remember taking piano lessons and stuff, being told, like, hey, you got to take, you got to practice piano. You got to do your piano lessons, like that kind of thing. Um, and I ended up not liking it for most of my time that I took piano lessons. And so, um, because I just didn't, it never occurred to me that it was play and it never felt fun, um, or like cool kind of thing, like enjoyable. It always felt like a chore or like, uh, a scholastic exercise, but it never felt like this is something that someone does to relax or to enjoy themselves or to express themselves. But I think if you can show them that this is a way that you can express yourself, it is a way that you can feel better. Uh, feel energized, enjoy it, enjoy time with other people doing it. You know, the more you can show them those things, I think that's how they'll be like, this is something that dad does all the time. And he talks really like highly of it. Let me try that too. You know, I think that's, that's the only thing I can say um, about it. Cause that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm not really pushing them to it. My goal would be that they play soccer first. Um, if they're going to be runners, just get in, interested in sports and activity and being physically fit um or swim my older daughter really loves swimming and so like that works for me too and she can come to running later if she wants to or if it's meant for her to do that but as long as she's out there and enjoying being active then i'm pretty happy so that's kind of how i feel about it maybe that's not the answer you're looking for but that's kind of been my approach yeah um Angelo, 28-2005, says, Have you checked out the Nike ACG Mountain Flies? Are those, the, are those the ones with the boot? That, like, the neoprene boot that slide up? I've seen Ben Johnson had a pair of Nike ACGs where I was like, um, and he made it look like he's been running in them, but then, like, in a comment, he's like, no, I just wear these around. I haven't I haven't run in them yet. And um, if that's what I, you're, you're talking about, then I have seen them, and they look pretty interesting. But I don't know that I'd pick them up. I've yet to really come across anything Nike ACG that I've liked enough to buy. I like the look of a lot of it, but it also like um, doesn't seem. I'm not sure if it's functional. It's kind of like how I think a lot of people are probably like, "Is this a running shoe, or is this running inspired?" Right. So when I see the Nike ACG and it looks like it's all the, like the trail type stuff, I'm like. Is this something that I can use on a trail? Or is this something that's just inspired by trail running? I, I always have a hard time with that. And so, like, if it were supposed to be, like, a fashion shoe that actually has trail credentials, I'll get it. I'll try it. But other than that, I don't know. Um, Jeff Elliott says, yeah, Blast Grabnar says, with the car, well, there's, there's a bird that just flew in front of the window. Um... Yeah, it has a carbon. I didn't know it had a carbon plate in it. Interesting. And Jeff Elliott says they're carbon plated shoes with a boot. That's interesting. Because you know what I love? I do actually love running in like a mid top 
shoe. I actually really like that. So, hmm. I don't know. I have to take a second look at that then. All right, let's do uh, one more, and then I gotta get going for today. All right. Mm. Let's see here. Um. All right, Danny J says I could see a carbon plate in something like a Senseride Three or the Torrent, but the ACG seems a bit niche. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'll like Angelo saying look them up. I'll definitely look them up. But um, yeah, like. Didn't Skechers make a trail shoe with a carbon plate in it? It was pretty. It was. I know. I know they made like a fast trail shoe, and it looked amazing. I thought. Um, I ended up never picking it up. But um, yeah, to put it in an ACG seems like one of two things. One, they just wanted to put in like all like the fancy technology slash buzzwords, so that way it would catch people's attention um, and build hype. Or it's a secret way that they're actually testing something out and they want to make, be able to make it and like see if they can mass produce it, see how it holds up, and actually have people do it. But I also feel like Nike's big enough that they can make test, test runs of shoes and give it to testers and they don't need to like secretly test their technology and other things. Although then again, I do think they do that from time to time. So, hmm, you know, I do think that the torrent would be interesting if it had a plate, but then I don't know how much, how much would that really... Yeah, I think I I think I would like the torrent with a plate, because um, it it already feels like it wants to be a bit speedy of a shoe. But again, it just start then like I don't know. Uh, are we at the point where there's too many carbon plates? We might we might have already been there for a long time, but I don't know. It's a lot to think about. A lot to think about. All right, I'm gonna leave it there for today, guys. Uh, thanks so much everybody for tuning in. Tomorrow morning's video. Um, I forget what it's going to be about. It'll be it'll be a surprise to us all, and then we'll do another live stream in the afternoon, uh, same time, 3 p.m. Central, right here on YouTube. Uh, hopefully, I'll see you guys tomorrow. In the meantime, be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.